I'd like to just thank each of you guys for being part of the first event of Pursuit for Purpose and, and the vision of what I truly believe we'll all get an opportunity to create together. Pursuit for Purpose has come to life with you in mind. Uh, it's about helping feed you the simple, powerful disciplines and perspectives to assist you in making the best decisions that lead you towards molding yourself into the human that you know you are. It can't help but be heard, you know, that word you being used. That's because at the end of the day, it will be you who makes the choices that lead towards the goals that you set for yourself. There have been roadmaps that have been laid before us in many different fashions, and we will learn from those who have prospered and succeeded using these same principles. Others have paved the way for us to shorten our learning curve, so it's time to block out the noise and get back to the basics. There's a true abundance of gratitude that, that flows through me that, that I was called to create this group, but the, the truth is I sit where you sit. I fail every day. I'm not holier than thou. I do not have all the answers, and I will fall, but I will get back up again, again, and again, because I demand more from myself than anybody else could ever expect. Tony Robbins. And, and I bet you feel the same about your own life. Every week where we're going to discuss a different pillar with content suggested throughout the week, and then we'll discuss what it means to us here in these Zoom meetings. Athletes that wish to contribute to the discussion are encouraged, and I, I truly believe that many of us are going to learn more from the heart-to-heart -heart discussions that we get to have between each other more than just somebody spitting words and, and saying how they feel. Week one's been character. Character is where we must start. Character is what's left after we chiseled away to get to who we know we are at our core. It'll take a lot of work to reach our true character and will require us to remove excuses for obstacles that are in the path to what we seek. Every week, we're going to connect with somebody already in process of their own pursuit and can share some insights into the journey of reaching the goals through the hard work and quality principles. This is the perfect time to introduce our guest speaker. So for the very first speaker, uh, Pursuit for Purpose, I tried to set the bar high. This coach has been an inspiration to myself, even though he does not really know the depths of me personally, but it's because he makes me feel like that is where I can get, that it is worth it to care for the people first, and the rest has no choice but to come, that sometimes you got to go first, step outside the comfort zones of what is established to get to that next level of what can be found. And when you win, no one can say a thing. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2021 NAIA baseball national champion head coach for the Georgia Gwinnett Grizzlies, Coach Jeremy Sheetinger. What's going on, Kirk? Thanks for having me on, my man. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. You know, I just want to take a couple minutes once again, you know, just to, to say thank you for jumping into a room with, uh, you know, 10 guys. And I, I'm glad it's not just me and you. That's the <laughs> thoughts that go through your mind as you're in the process of doing these different things. Uh, I've got a total following of 60 something people. You and Alan have, you know, an amazing following and, and a career that you guys have started building. And we still see that you're doing something so amazing, but yet 60, 70, 80 people. So what could I expect in a first go for, for myself of what things are going? And I know you know that is going to happen just the same for me. So I appreciate you knowing that that's what I'm getting into, being willing to help me take this first step and just start stacking those chips of, of building that process for myself. So I, again, thank you for, for joining today. Well, and then for the guys that are on the call, um, first and foremost, Kirk, your words to kick this thing off were eloquent and beautiful. And obviously the, the passion and purpose behind this you've laid out. Um, back to what you just said, I think if you're wherever you're at in your faith, it doesn't matter if it's 10 guys or 10,000 guys. I mean, I think it's an opportunity to connect with folks that you're on here for a reason. And I hope that something I share uh, challenges you. And if I'm speaking to one guy, then that one guy, I hope I make you better tonight. That's the goal. And, and everything that you do is reach one. Don't try to reach a hundred. Don't try to reach a thousand. Don't try to impact a million on night one. I think it's start incrementally impact that one, one turns into 10, 10 turns into a hundred and it works its way organically. I hope I can share something tonight that helps. And I hope through the conversation, Kirk, that, that you're going to take me on. It makes me better because you're going to make me think about things and ask questions that maybe I don't have the opportunity to answer very often. So I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to it. I, well, I appreciate that definitely. And uh, I hope that through some of this process, as uh, guys hear us discussing things that you guys will have your opportunity to uh, chime in here as well too, because that's where everything is. It's it's from 
collaboration. It's from communication. It's from the growth of where we can go together. And, you know, there's so many different minds. One that I'm on pretty well right now is Jim Rohn. And one of the things that I, I like a lot is, is that he's happy to say, you know, don't be a follower, be a student. And that's, that's for everybody and everything that we kind of do. You have to take the information to yourself and take it to where you're at in your own personal journey and apply it. And, and many times, many of the things that we have make some of the biggest impacts, we'd heard them well before they, they decided to impact us at that present moment itself. So let's get started with, uh, with a couple of uh, just different questions that I wanted to ask yourself um, pertaining to, you know, the topic of character for ourselves. And, and ultimately, you know, from my opinion, the reason why I wanted to start with this uh, topic of character was that it's it's a it's such a strong base, uh, and you can choose any number of these different pillars to be something that you stand on for yourself. But I think the topic of character encompasses a few different other topics itself that ultimately do lead into each other. You know, your honesty, your discipline, your everything that of who you're growing to become kind of molds that character that much more of of what you're going to do. So I see character much more of a of a moving ship and a constant ship than it is a something of, oh, I've earned this as that's who my character is. I think your character is more a derivative of, of who you present yourself every, every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let, let me, uh, let me start off here with a, a, a little basic question, but uh, what does your character mean to you? Well, it's a open-ended question. Um, <laughs> Let me start by saying this because I've been well. First and foremost, let me just say what's up to Alan in the room. Alan and I are texting. Big Al, appreciate you being here. Me too. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Jonathan Cook is shredding on a guitar right now, or he has shredded on a guitar in the past. I uh, love that picture. Um, no, but I appreciate each of you being here. Um, I, I got to start with this though. Like it, it's such a you know I'm going through the questions and I was looking at them earlier today and. Um, Man, I I got a little self-deprecation uh, bone in my body. I like to really chop my own knees out. I think I'm my own worst critic. Um, and I feel so outside the word of humble talking about my own character. <laughs> so right off the bat, I'm uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I really, uh, you try to swallow that humility pill every day in any way that you can. Uh, funny statement in our program is always be humble, kiddo. Um, because the second you start filling your chest with air, something's going to take your knees out. And so, um, I'm, I'm approaching it from that angle, Kirk, but from the, what does character mean to me, uh, it really means it's a cliche here, but it's, it's going to mean everything. I, I agree with you completely. It builds the platform for which everything builds upon. And, um, you know, when, when you really break down, how that shows up on a daily basis. Certainly, I think it at its root level, it it governs and moves most of your thoughts. And not to say that we don't have a thought that's off base and we don't have a, a thought that's out of our character at times. But I, I have noticed that the more that I have over time, and I'm 40 years old, I know I don't look like it, but I am, I'm 40 years old. Um, the more that I've made myself self-aware and the process of uh, becoming self-aware, which is entirely a, a skill in itself, because that's a, I don't think many people manage that inner dialogue uh, the way that they should. But if you spend time there and you listen to where your thoughts go and you pay real attention to how you interpret situations, and I'll go a level deeper, the story that you're telling yourself and, and that's, that's all, man, I, I know I'm getting, I'm going deep right off the bat, but when you really start listening to how you narrate your own story, when you start to chop away at that narrator, you figure out that dude's coming at, at places from a biased opinion. And so if you can sort through that a little bit and kind of cut through it and maybe uh, break down some of the ways that you see certain situations or you see people or um, you see how you react in certain moments, Back to the point, I think that self-awareness allows for you and, and us to mold our own character because we are. We're, we're living and growing and evolving 
I'm certainly a much better person today than I was yesterday. Thank God more than 10 years ago. Thank God 20 years ago. But I think if, if you're, if you're paying attention to that conversation and you're completely self-aware at all times, I find myself a player conversation An assistant coach makes a comment. Um, somebody stops by my office and says something, or, or I hear guy calls me and he he's giving me this conversation. If I start to listen in a, in a way that I want to make sure that I'm going to put my best foot forward in terms of the character in which I want to take on that conversation. I want to accept that criticism at times. I want to, uh, I want a strong character of, um, strength really that I can hear your criticism and not instantly defend myself. You know, all right. I'm sure he'll get back with us here in just a second, but uh, Alan, it's uh, too nice of you to, again, you know, be here as well. I've got a real appreciation for the support that you, you and coach Schietinger have, have given that in all honesty, doesn't necessarily feel deserved, but it just is a, a very, very good appreciation that people that are doing this, you know, see value in, and just wanting to to serve ultimately. And, and I know for yourself, <laughs> I know for yourself, as much as you've been at it, I bet you, you feel like the best is kind of ahead of you in some ways because of the different changes that you've gotten a chance to see. Yeah, well, just to pinch head here for 20 seconds, I see Jared's back on. Um, you know, that was one of the biggest inspiring factors to Jeremy buying into this as deeply as he did because I've been doing this for 30 years. And, um, you know, when you start doing anything, the reason you do it is because you want to see the, the world grow. You feel like you're helping, and which is why we're, we're both inspired by what you're doing, Kirk. And uh, so to see Jeremy take not only this on, but to the point where he's just an absolute leader in the field, it, uh, I think you said something really really profound there, Kirk. It's like the best is yet to come. And I think that Jeremy and I have talked a lot about this. People like yourself delving into this. It's just, it is awesome to see like the world opening up and this becoming mainstream. So anyway, Jeremy's back. Please get to our future <laughs> guest here. And but thank you. Thank you for what I just want to echo it while I have a moment to just thank you for what you're doing. Because Jeremy said at the beginning, uh, whether it's one person or 20. At the end of the day, it's just about sharing. And I know I'll get off of this and I'll get better. And that's why these things are amazing. But thank you for doing this, Kirk. Really, it's, uh, it inspires us as well. So. Well, thank you. I'll, I'll take a big old uh, sip of some humble pie real fast. <laughs> and for everybody that's on this too, it's, it's inspiring and it's cool. So I'll, I'll mute myself now. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Sorry, fellas. Oh, come on. No worries at all. Uh, it, it would have been a lot more challenging if it was just me and you on the call for sure. And then you went away. <laughs> but luckily, there's a couple of other guys here for us. We're good. But uh, I, I know you had given us some some good stuff on on what character means to, to you. And uh, instead of making you try to pick back right up where you left off, unless you had something else, I can get you on to the, the next little one sum it up, man, self-awareness. I think just being constantly aware of the conversation you're having and, um, and yeah, always working to, uh, take on conversations differently. And I think with that, uh, if, if you spend some time there, I think you'd be shocked at the way that you hear a conversation today versus the way you will a week from now, just by listening to that voice and listening to the way that it turns information and, and the story and the narrative. And, uh, but, you know, again, we're all, we're all evolving. We're all trying to grow. We're all trying to be the best version of ourselves. You, uh, you say it in your, your little bit uh, in the, the most recent coaches corner, which I recommend everybody on the call, go, go check out and check out all of them for sure. You learn something good about baseball and that's the best part about the baseball community that has attracted me is just how much share and care, and love there is uh, throughout the community. But one of the things that I, I, I heard you say on that and I've heard you say before is, uh, you know, controlling the conversation that's happening between your ears. And, uh, and I love that, uh, you know, statement from yourself because I, 
that does go a long way towards ultimately you know, that bigger picture of character is that conversation, if you're able to control it, will lead you towards different and better decisions for yourself that you're making. Well, and, and again, like, if you if you spend time here, okay, and, and this has been um, countless individuals in my life, but one in particular is, is my athletic director who challenges me to think just – He's, he's deep into uh, emotional intelligence, which was when we did some staff presentations, that was the first presentation I ever brought as a Grizzly to our athletic department. And he goes, wow, are you really versed in that? I said, no, I wouldn't say versed, but it's definitely a topic that I've, I've spent time in, studied in college. And it's one that I think guides, you know, who I want to be and the way I want to coach and the way I want to be with people. And we went to his office and it probably – stoked a two-hour conversation because that's where the crux of his work as a life coach is is you start to help people recognize the tone the voice the words that are chosen that are inside our thoughts and and if you really just listen to the way you talk to yourself gosh man I mean would you and again I say this to my guys the way that you talk to yourself after a bat would you talk to your mom like that if she screwed up the meatloaf, would you talk to her like that? So why are we talking to ourselves that way? And it's the same way on another level where some moment happens to us. And I'm guilty of this. And I've, I've kind of grown out of that for the most part. I think sometimes when you greet players in the college space, there's some residual of this. Well, there it goes again. You know, and it, it, you can hear it. It fits the narrative that they've told themselves. Well, the next person to screw me, my high school coach screw me, my travel coach screw me, and coach isn't playing me, so he's the next guy that's screwing me. And it just plays in line with this narrative and the story that we're telling. Um, I think, you know, from a from a character building perspective, I, that's why I say it starts with self awareness. You have to go in there. You have to spend some time. Once again. You know, Alan's got 31 years at this. Um, but when you spend time listening to what's being said, you then can develop a game plan on how you'll manage that. So that's my default. In my head, if something happens, my character at this point says that it falls in line with this story that's running. And I think the more that you challenge yourself to be a better person and to rise above some of that stuff, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, because I was thinking about this a um, couple of days ago. One of the negative effects of putting yourself on social media is you open yourself up to everybody. And if you've been on social media, everyone has an opinion. Just wait, I'll tweet it. And then you'll know what my opinion is. Um, and we put something out a week ago and, and had a guy come over the top and say something. And that stuff still it, it, it kind of, it really does. It cuts a little jab on me. Now, about a year ago, this is COVID time, year, year and a half. There was a similar instance that happened. And I felt like it took a chainsaw right through my body. <laughs> and it just, I mean, I was scarred. I was like, gosh, man, like, why? Why? I, I feel like my spirit's in the right place. And man, I'm trying to help and I want to share. And, you know, and, and man, you don't even know me, but, you know. And, and it really cut through. Well, the more that I've gotten in there, and, and again, at a year and a half ago, that moment played into where I was at in terms of how I saw the world, how I saw myself in it, and uh, where my character was, and where my mindset was. And the more that I've gone in there, because I, I realized very quickly, Kirk, that was a sensitive place. So there's something in there I'm trying to protect, whether that's ego, uh, whether that's um, trying to control the way that other people perceive me, um, you know, my AD makes fun of me all the time. He's like, man, you're, you're, you, you want to be everybody's friend. You don't want somebody mad at you. It's like, I, I don't. A year and a half ago, it would have killed me if somebody was mad at me. Now I'm at the point where shit, man, that's on you. It, it ain't on me. Like it, it can't be on me. Now, if I screwed up, I got it. I'll fix it. But if you just hate me to hate me, brother, that's going to be on you. That, that's you dealing with your stuff. But I used to want to fix it. And so that's where I'm going back to. Like you just, you spend time recognizing all these things that, that you're saying to yourself and you're, you're bringing in 
and you just work at it and you work at understanding where it comes from. You work at the root cause, you work at redefining, you work at reprogramming. Uh, Alan and I talk a lot, especially through mental training of changing a default. So instead of me going there, I don't go there anymore. I go here. And that's a far cry from where I was. And that's this constant, you know, move and um, again, sharpening the ax to, to get to get yourself to a place where, man, you can stand up on that on that rock and, 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 and take your chest out. Like, this is who I am. That's why I'm right. not perfect. Not perfect right. by any means. Um, but, man, I'm a heck of a lot better than I was if you would met me a year ago. You know, and that there's, you should take some pride in that. And I love that your answer honestly flows a little bit into the next question of, was there a significant time in your life that things came together for you? A time that you knew just stayed the course. I'm on the right track. Yes. So, um, (laughs) I was just having this conversation yesterday. Um, so we had our alumni weekend, uh, this weekend. And uh, this is the first time I've seen a bunch of guys, uh, you know, around the program that played here. And, you know, we started our program in 2013. So these guys are, you know, anywhere from 23 to 30, right? They're, they're, they're younger guys. But there's some that I'm really close with. And I just haven't seen them. I haven't seen them in a long time. And then this is the first time they've seen us since we won the national championship. So I, I knew the mood was going to be, you know, um, I knew the questions were going to be along a certain line and how was it, how did it go? And that's all. And, and, you know, and once again, man, I try to take that humility pill every morning. Like you got to die to yourself. You got to die to your ego. And I, I, I don't, I don't cra- I, I And I'll say this. I used to crave that recognition and that attention and that, um, please ask me so I can tell <laughs> you all, I used to crave that. And I, and I'll be honest, I'm at a point now, man, I, I like cringe. I, I, I will deflect that question just as quick as I can. It was good. It was cool, man. So what's been up with you? Like, I, I don't want to, I don't even want to go there. Cause I don't want to even tempt myself to, um, to, to tickle that ego a little bit. Well, I was, I was telling a, a buddy, cause I, you know, I like this guy a lot and we were really breaking it down. And I said, you know, what's really funny is I used to and you get back to your question. I used to think that winning that last game would change everything. And it, it would, you know, it was the only thing I wanted in my life. I um, had been on some championship teams in high school, hadn't won anything in college, hadn't won anything throughout my coaching career, but I was chasing this final game. And really what you're chasing is what you think is this validation. That, that somehow you win this and it, it does, it changes everything for you. And you have a seat at the table and people recognize you as that. And, and there's this ego driven validation that comes with it. And I said, thank God once again, that I have worked through that because we win the last game and nothing changed because I loved myself before we ever played that game. And I've often tried to think through Kirk, what would it be if we didn't win that game? me sitting right here in this chair, how would I feel? How would I view myself? You know, and I can't lie and say that, that it would be the same, but I don't know how much different it would be. Um, I've tried to remove that, um, that characterization of yourself or that um, identity. I've really tried to remove that from being the, the baseball coach. You know, like, and again, I think if you view yourself from an identity perspective as a baseball coach, well, then you're tied to what baseball coaches are judged upon, which is wins and losses and championships and those things. And to die to that and remove my own understanding or interpretation of that and to remove myself from it, um, that's where I know I've grown as a person and I've grown inside my own character and and truly what I really want to be judged by the uh, late, great Tony Robichaux, uh, Alan will, will head not here. You know, one day when I go to heaven, I'm at the pearly gates. Uh, God's going to ask me, you know, what I did with all those young men that I had under my watch. Well, Hey, we won a bunch of championships. And we won a lot of games and put a lot of guys in professional baseball. And we did this and we did that. And he's like, I didn't send you to make them better baseball players. I sent you to make them better men. 
And I think about that a lot. And, and I, you know, I didn't have that perspective my first 11 years. I definitely have that now. So back to your point, that was what I was expressing to my friend is, man, I, I'm, I'm going through this experience in the World Series and winning a game and post winning that game. And it, it really it hasn't changed much at all. In fact, it's made me dig deeper into that humility side of things. Because, again, the surroundings and the people around you and the conversation, they want to elevate and I don't want to elevate I want to stay exactly where I'm comfortable which is right here with with everybody else I want to be right here in the back of the group helping push the the community forward I want to be behind our players pushing them forward I want to be on the same ground floor level as my six volunteer assistant coaches who are anywhere from 23 to 35 and they're just trying to figure it out not making a dollar while I was that guy I'm no different than they are I don't give a shit how many games I've won or whatever. That that doesn't that won't matter to me. I'm right here with where they're at, and I I try to double down on that because I know at my core that's where the best version of me is at. It's never well. I've earned the right to not take the tarps off the field. I've earned the right not to help set up practice. Nah, dude, you're you're nah. You still yeah, I'm still cutting stripes every day, you know. And I think that 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 stays true to who I am. I'm more of a a blue collar, um, you know, ground floor, uh, my playing my part on the team kind of guy that I am anything else. Awesome. Oh, yeah, awesome. I, I, I really like the answer and I really like, uh, just knowing that, you, you know, just you pose the question to yourself of, well, what if, what if I didn't win that game, then, then, you know, what continual answer would have still been theoretically been chased, but, would you say a little bit now that you've, you've gotten, you've, you've gotten there now you can see farther. Oh, there's no doubt. No doubt, man. Um, you know, I, I, I want to, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that challenge. Right. I, I really am. I, I'm, I, I think the ability for, especially someone in the coaching space, man, I think it's just, it's nature of the beast, right? We're super competitive. Now, I'll st- if we play ping pong right now, I'd still try to cut your throat. Like, I'm still ultra competitive. If if Carolina comes to Gwinnett, buddy, we'll be friends before the game. We'll compete during it, and I'll bro hug you after. Like, I, that never goes away. But I do want the challenge of continued winning and growing a program and, and, and doing those things. But I know, and again, this comes back to that internal self-awareness, I know the battle that I'm up against and I'm really looking forward to it. I right. want to challenge myself to die to that ego every single day. And I want to, you know, project and communicate and, and bring that forward and, and, you know, and, and live that life. Cause that's who I want to be. That that's, that's who I know I am because I've found that that fulfillment of serving players, it, it, it pales in comparison to chasing something just for yourself it it and we're at that that whole role was reversed early in my coaching career and i and i thank god i've landed where i've where i've landed is that it's all about players it's all about experience it's all about these young assistant coaches it's all about you know playing your role it's all about being on the team not leading the team just being on the team like i'm honored to be in that dugout i don't i haven't earned anything there's no i'm not entitled to anything uh, and I think the more that I stay true to that, the more I'm finding out about myself and I'm finding out how to how to be a better leader and communicator, uh, how to be more effective, whether that's leading a, a young man through a tough time or leading an assistant coach. I'm finding things out about myself that um, I probably didn't know, you know, two years ago, five years ago or 10 years ago. And so, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking looking forward, as you mentioned to seeing where this goes. Cause I, I think it's, it's uncovering uh, attributes and conversations that I don't know if I'd, I'd have, I didn't have that awareness. Well, what a, what a testament to, to character that it's not enough to beat people. You want to give them all the tools of how you beat them and then beat them again with those same tools. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. That's, playing chess. that's playing chess. Like, I mean, and that's why we, I think Alan, and I've talked about this. That's why we share the way that we share. Like, I'll give you everything but our signs, but you're still not on, you know, you're not on this level. I, I think like, that's I'll a testament. Tell you all of it. 
that's a no. testament to the to the competitive spirit, to fostering the character of an individual to compete, to give their all, to 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 be all in in that moment of of ultimately a team versus a team. If you can have two teams battling and competing and being present in the moment, that's living. That's being there, right there, and and people just going at their core of of fight because they know this is what you know battle can be tested to show hey i i gave my all i persevered through this moment but win or lose i won some mental battles i won some some positivity battles that gave me that 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 resources that you needed to to pull from and again i loved watching your guys's coach's corner to be able to get a couple of those glimpses of a you know just a couple of those different it's that simple it's that subtle but for yeah. that young man, that's everything because that's, that's the reset button and that's the mark of, of training and, and perspective in, in a moment. And again, you know, it's not everything of character has to come down into, oh, I helped a lady across the street with her groceries. It's, it's also much more of a, did I hold true to myself's actions of what I've grown to try to produce in this moment? And I think many times you have to be able to take a, a victory in the defeat of what may feel like a punishing moment. But if your character takes a victory, then you come back at that same situation much stronger as a human being and, and many of the times when we're talking about character in these moments right now I'm trying to relate as much as I can back to our players and the people that I have contact with to grow your character in the areas outside of your sport in terms of your spiritual life your education your your other foundations that if you are giving that same love and care as a as a as a place to those areas as you do in baseball, then, then how as a person would you feel like you're not heading in every direction that you're supposed to be heading? But when then those things fall apart, you are left to then wonder, well, what am I remove baseball? What am I remove my faith? What am I remove my natural gifts of athleticism? You know, it's, it's, it's there. Then I think that you get into some questions with yourself that, you don't really want the answers to, <laughs> but those answers are not going to be answers that come because of a simple mistake that was made the day before. It's mostly a compounded effort of mistakes that leads you out into where you're now saying, dang, I guess I'm out of school. I guess I failed that class. I made too many decisions that weren't in line with what my character says it's supposed to be. And uh, yeah, that's going on a, on a little uh, tangent tangent myself. I apologize, but uh, I'm going to get back to you with the next question so we can get some of this stuff going and then get some of these guys in here, uh, uh, add in some perspective as well. But uh, I was hoping that uh, you don't mind sharing a time earlier in your journey where you felt from a personal nature that your character wasn't where you wanted it to be. I've been very open about this one. Um, when I became a head coach, uh, it was my ninth year of coaching and the previous eight I was an assistant coach and I was one of the worst in the country I the whole time was just wanted to be a head coach I wanted control I my you know I wanted to put my name on something I wanted to win I wanted to grow my career and I was so blind to the role of serving players serving a head coach serving a coaching staff um that when I finally got this head coaching job, I mean, it, it almost, and I'm, it was almost the downfall of me. Like it, it, it burned me to the ground. I was burned out. Um, which again, is just, uh, it, when you get burned out, you've lost sight of what, what your real passion was. I lost sight of why I really wanted to, to coach to begin with because a coach had his, an impact on me. That's that I wanted to have that impact on players. And I got further away from that. Um, I, I just, I got so consumed with winning and I got so consumed with building this program, not even in a realistic perspective. I mean, I think it was, I think now I can, I can globally look at most every program and, 
and tell you, once I know all the answers, yeah, man, that, that program can't win. There's, there's things that, are, that have to line up. Support, budget, uh, scholarships, uh, facilities. There's just that when you look at teams that win, there's things that, that are true. The success does leave clues. And at the time, we had a less than average facility. We had no support. We had no budget. I didn't have a full-time assistant coach. Uh, I mean, I had all these, but I'm going, no, nah, forget all that. I'm really good, so we're going to win this national championship. And I was setting my, myself up for failure. And, um, man, I, I turned on the players. Uh, my, my last year and a half, I, I really turned on the players. I turned on their development. I turned on their experience. Uh, probably had some kids that were scared to come to the ballpark because they didn't know which version of me was going to show up happy go lucky or the next time they screw up, I chew them out. Um, they definitely didn't want to lose because if they lost, I would give them a 30 to 45 minute speech, you know, about how, dis how disappointed I am and how bad they are. I mean, I'm not proud of any of that, but that's reality, man. I was, I was not in a great place of leading and, um, I think I really do. I think the opportunity to leave coaching was a God thing that was getting me out of and, and, and letting me go down a different path and go into this other space at ABCA that was all about serving. And it was all about others. And it was all about community. And it was all about everything but me. And I think that was, that was a, um, a really cool pivot point. But the depth of where I was 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 not a good place. And so I, I'm forever grateful that uh, that opportunity presented itself. Well, I, I truly, again, uh, I mean, gosh, that's, uh, I, I appreciate you taking a, a second and being so open and actually, again, echoing what you've already said of swallowing your own humility pills, because how easy of that of a thing is, how easy would that be to be a thing that you try as much as you can to leave in the dark, but would it actually be something that illuminates you as much as you, you need to be illuminated moving forward? It, it's a true perspective of, of what you're getting for yourself. That's, that's that much more of, of you that you were able to recognize in those moments that, Hey, there's something that needed to needed to change. And I don't mean to divert it in any kind of weird, different direction, but as you, as you know, I'm a pretty, young and ambitious guy that's that's sure. I, I got my what's left of my hair on fire and I'm ready to uh, ready to try that, to yeah. do as much as I can to to just to serve like you said and and one sure. thing that I gotta say and I you know probably you know I've tried to tell this guy it as much as I can but you know our head coach Jamie Lowe like I I, I have a, a tremendous amount of respect for for his own character to be able to allow what I know has got to be something that he's never had to accept in the past of some, an assistant that's probably got a little bit more drive than, than he probably wants in some areas, but knows that, you know, and has he shared with me in the past that I, I remind him a little bit of, a, of himself and, and that sort sure. of kind of energy that I was, was driving with. But is that, is that something that you, um, you, deal with or have to take in at different times of of being at this this point of mental development and person development are you also creating some a cast of characters sometimes who push a little bit farther than uh, what the reach is that you're trying to go at that moment yeah, yeah. And, and you guys forgive me i had to uh i had to charge my phone <laughs> so <laughs> i'm in my car um yeah, you know, I think uh, it's 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 pretty interesting because I think the more the more that I really try to grow in this space, the more sensitive I am, and I'm I'm incredibly sensitive to uh, people's who who the, their egos on the outside of their shirt. I'm incredible, like it, it's cringy sensitive. Like um, I was in a situation this summer with a room full of, uh, of coaches and scouts. And there were just three or four guys that were just kind of leading the conversation with their ego. And it was like, they just wanted to be heard and they wanted someone to acknowledge their side of things. And they wanted to make 
everyone feel like they were super smart, it was, but it, you could feel it. And I, and I just, I remember like cringing. I'm like, Oh, uh, and, and my buddy's like, you okay. And I'm like, and I got to get out of here. <clears throat> and the meeting ended and he was like, what was wrong? I go, I just can't, I can't be around that. Like it really does. It, it kind of creeps me out. But when I do get like, I've, I've got young, ambitious assistant coaches, I've got young, ambitious uh, volunteers. And again, the, the range of our assistant coaches is 23. The chunk of them are up to 35. I got one who's about 48. There's no ego in that guy. Um, but some of those guys, every once in a while, that ego comes out and I see myself in them and I see where I was. And I see that, you know, one in particular, just he, he wants his voice to be heard. And I, and I just, you know, I keep kind of in indirect and sometimes direct ways I keep talking about the role of him, the role of a volunteer coach. Like, I know you think, but the role isn't for you to stand up and lead classroom every day. That's just not, that's not, that dynamic doesn't exist here. And I, you, you're going to have to swallow that and you're going to have to work through that. And you're going to have to find your own path and your own role. And then when you get your own program in, hell yeah, that's good, man, do it. It's you. But you do have to you have to calm your ambition. And I think that's such a hard thing to do when you're young, but you've got to calm that ambition and step back and recognize where you're at. I am the assistant at Carolina University. Assistant. My job is to assist directly your head coach. Directly the players. Like you are the the best cop in the room at all times and I have to remind our guys of that like you, there isn't a day you should ever be upset I, there's very rarely a day that I'm ever upset but if I am don't follow me be you be be who you get to be you get to be the happy-go-lucky guy no matter what I'm the guy that wears the stress I'm the guy that you know at times is going to get on guys to challenge them that's on me because that's the role I've taken on um but I, I do, yes, I think there's uh, – I always – I say this a lot, man. Uh, I ask the good Lord for patience, and he gives me things to be patient about. And I think sometimes he gives me assistant coaches that are engineered the way that I was. And I, I didn't handle one of those guys very well last year, and I learned from that. And I think he turned around and gave me another one just like it so that I could learn, nah, man, you've got to work through this, and you've got to recognize – how you can help him because you've been where he's at. And I'm, and I'll be honest, I'm still working through that. I'm still working through how to communicate that, how to, you know, I never want to want to send him down a, a, a path that's not good for him. And I don't want to kill his spirit, but there are moments I've had to close the door and go, let's just make sure we're on the same page here, man. Because I've, I've been there. I know where he's at. I know the way he's seeing the world. And, and, and I hope that for the guys that are on the call and the people in the future that end up getting an opportunity to listen to this, just remove assistant coach to player and, and your head coach to your player relationship, everything that you're saying. I know it's hard sometimes uh, for even me as a player going back to those times. It's hard sometimes to be able to know <laughs> exact, exactly, not to say even what you're supposed to say, but that sometimes you shouldn't say anything and yeah. you should just be, be working or, or given your, your, your perspective isn't necessarily always needed. And sometimes doing less is more. And, and believe me, having gotten a chance to go through this fall, it is, it, everybody talks, everybody has words but the beautiful part about the fall and the practice season is an opportunity to get to see whose actions rep, you know, actually represent the words that they were saying throughout either the recruiting process or the different things of that nature. So it's been fun to get a chance to get to know these young men off of the character that I got to know them by. And then now the actions that are being, you know, met with the words that they've said does does their work ethic match the championship caliber talk that they echo or their work ethic uh, show up and try to get out of there as quick as possible. And there's, and we're just trying to push guys a little bit more towards matching the way that they're talking. But uh, as we're getting closer here to the, uh, the nine o'clock hour and, and being respectful of your time and everybody else's, 
I want to take a quick second to see if any of the people on the call uh, wanted to go ahead and uh, contribute anything to the topic of uh, character to any of the topics that we've kind of gone over in, in the midst of discussing any of this stuff. So if, if anybody's got anything, feel free to go ahead and uh, unmute yourself and let's take a couple minutes here and let you guys get your perspectives. I think I knew uh, Cade and uh, Mike might be, uh, might be saying something. So if you guys were, this would uh, be a time to be able to help out if you didn't mind. Hey, can you hear me? Yep, can you hear me? Oh, my fault. Um, it's care actor. So you're talking about caring about the actor. The actor is POV. Um, at what point do you step into that team setting and you say, I'm caring about the actors? It's not about caring. Oh, Mikey, it sounds like you got something pretty good you've worked on for yourself, but it's uh, it's cutting a little bit in and out right now. Uh, maybe a little reset of the uh, of, of logging in and logging out might be able to help you out. Uh, while you do that, I'll jump in with you here real fast, Kate. <laughs> Um, while Mikey's fixing uh, stuff, I remember we went over the video that you sent as part of um, the email and stuff, and I loved everything in there. A good point that I loved that you brought up was charisma versus character, and um, it's careful that we don't get charisma mixed up with character. Um, people that have charisma can be people that lack character. They're just good at getting what they want from people and good at getting people to do what they want character is more so who we are always internally we've molded it that way and who like like we won't change because of how we've built it up with our extreme amounts of habits and the decisions that we made up to that point has built us in our character and it's something that the video talks about and we've talked about here we're forever molding and forever trying to make more like something that we're chasing after so character being a process that we always have and charisma being more of a personality trait that we once have. And the way I think about, the last thing I want to touch, the way I think about character, um, people always say doing stuff when nobody's looking. Uh, part of it is doing what you know you're supposed to be doing. And then if people have trouble understanding why you do stuff when others aren't looking or why you uh, do what you're supposed to do when others aren't there, um, how I've always understood it and how I've always tried to explain to people is that for people that have high amounts of character and high amounts of success, the choice to not do something that they know they're supposed to do, that choice does not exist to them. Basically, to not show up to something they know they have to show up to, to not put in extra work because they know they want to be better, that choice to them doesn't exist. They always they don't give themselves the opportunity to not do something. And that is the result of a character. Kate, I love it, man. I really appreciate it. And I'm glad that you got a chance to bring up the character versus charisma aspect of the, the video by Jim Rohn that we discussed. And, you know, the reason why I wanted to share that video, aside from the fact that I just loved the information that was in it was because I want to be at the forefront of trying to let people know that I'm not just trying to be some, for me personally, I'm not trying to be some icon or, or person that's idolized. It's ultimately, I want to have character and not charisma. And I recognize that as an aspect of where I failed myself previously in life, where I, I have character. But unfortunately, charisma shines through at different times when you're not willing to put in the actions that match the match the mentality of the character that you're trying to portray. And at different points when that happens, that that's that that's when it's easy to turn and run. And, and I know I've had different points for myself as a as a leader at different points where it was all charisma. It was it was there was there was substance that was being built, but it was not there yet. And 
when it came time to have that challenge, I ran. I turned and ran because I wasn't ready for the the battle that I placed myself in personally. And and I'm talking a, a small sales organization or, you know, it, nothing that was catastrophic to anybody's life, but ultimately something that you can build belief in and then see that, hey, uh, you, you didn't stay the course. But those things, what I know in retrospect they were all based upon material goods, material items, and weren't from a standpoint of service. And that's where I've found myself at this point where I feel like things have, have changed. And I'm not even talking about right now, this venture. I'm talking about uh, you know going back to school, getting back into baseball, getting into coaching, finishing school, doing good at it, and, and just going down that step. But the, the best part about it all is how much I know it's still a constant battle. So I know I'm continuing to come up against the the time here. Uh, uh, Mikey, I see that you're still on there. Any chance that the audio can just go without the video and it might be able to be be clear? And if not, then uh, anybody that just would have any uh, questions for Coach Sheets uh, would be great as well. If it's not working, I was going to type Oh, that was working. The audio seemed pretty clear on that for sure. So if you want to just go audio, go go with that for me, Mikey. Sure, I'll be quick. It was answered through your testimony, but when breaking down the word character, it breaks down to me as character. Um, caring about the first person POV actor you live through. At what point should you change that to care actor? You talk about a team setting, especially a group of characters need to be in unison. And like I said, you answered it. This is more of a point, but breaking down the word, how important is it to change? Did that go through? I think I got the last part of that. Um, I think it's a great way of, of breaking it down, man. You, 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 you can't help others if you haven't worked on yourself. That's just as, as, as to the point as it gets. You, if you're, and again, you can be imperfect, but it's tough to be broken. <laughs> so if you're broken, it's tough to stand up in front of people and lead um, because you, you don't have those answers yet. You don't have that perspective. You don't, um, people see right through it. it, it you, you can't stand on that platform of, knowledge and giving and when man, you've got flaws that are just coming out of your skin um you've really got to spend time working on some of that stuff and I think that's uh that that to me is like the, the growth of an assistant coach like when you come out and you get done playing and you take your first coaching job you just don't know what you don't know and Kirk you mentioned it a couple minutes ago like these moments that you just, you just talk and you just coach and every day you're, you're, Hey, Hey, I saw that, but make sure you do this. And you're coaching everything. And I had to like calm some of my young guys down. Like, Hey man, you don't have to coach everything. Some days I'll let a kid just go for a day. I won't even say a word to him because that next day he's going to come in and go, coach, you see anything yesterday? I, I did. I did. And now you're ready to hear it. Right. But you, you just don't know that you don't know. Um, but you got to work on you. You've got to spend time, you know, understanding the way in which uh, you interpret things and the way that what's the best version of you. I, I don't think you know that at a young age. I think you've got to really craft that and, and spend time on that and notice trends and notice where success was. Um, you know, I, I, I'll give you an example. I, I do a lot of public speaking. I'm not great. And I know this sounds I'm not great when I sit down and craft a message, that's just not me. I, I'm off the cuff and I am from the heart and I'm passion overload. And that's the, and that's the best version of me when I craft a message and I, I can have bullet points, but if I start laying out, I'm going to say this to go to this, to go to that, to go to that. It, it doesn't even sound like I'm the one giving the speech. And, it, <laughs> but that, that, that took time. I mean, I, I literally, I, I, my dad was a public speaker and, he, he challenged me to do things. He goes, now try it this way. Now try this. Now, now this next speech, do it this way. And, and I was going through all these things. What do you, what have you learned? I'm really good when I just go. Right. Exactly. Because now you're just speaking from the heart and it comes through 
to your audience. So that, that, that's the point you work on you via that first person POV, POV. And then you start to recognize other people. I think I might get answer your question a little more fully is that I see things in others that I've already been through because I've worked on those aspects of my life. So like I watch a player go through this moment and I know exactly where he's at. I know, I know, like I can tell, and I've had a countless of these moments where I just, I know where he's at. I know literally what he's saying. I know that he, he's not ready for me yet. And I'll just lay back in the cut. I'll give it a couple of days. I'll give it a week. I gave one kid a month. And then I just went, he's ready. Here it is. Hey coach, uh, can we talk? Yeah, we can. We can. We can. I'd love to talk with you. Cause I know exactly what you're dealing with and you just blow their minds because dude, I've been there. I've literally been there. Um, and you're able to use that knowledge to, to help, if that makes sense. Coach, uh, some, some good stuff to be able to give to these guys. Uh, I, I know we're, we're just past the hour. I wanted to give you one okay. more chance to ask, uh, do you have anything else that you'd like to express on, on character or personal development to these guys that you think that could be uh, uh, of use before we get towards uh, wrapping up? Yeah, well, again, I, I'll stay on if, if guys still have questions. Um, <clears throat> yeah, one of those lines, man, um, the group looks young, Kirk. I mean, it looked like some younger guys. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't be hard on yourself. And maybe take that from your Uncle Sheets here. Like, don't don't be hard on yourself. You, you do not have to have this thing figured out. There is no timeline. There's no cutoff. Uh, you, sometimes we put these these goals on ourselves that, at, hey, at 28, I want this, this, and this. Well, that, that may not be the right time. You think it is, and then you judge yourself against that timeline. I, I, and again, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, obviously invoke my own faith into this, but I'll tell you this, man, I, I've – I see the world much more differently when I realized that I wasn't in control. Um, and I thought I had a lot of control in my twenties and I still had a lot of control in my thirties. And I've learned that this, this whole thing's been written. And if I just wake up every day and just, you know, Hey God, what, what page are you going to show me today? You know, in, in my path and my journey, I mean, it's, it's ups and downs. It just, it, that's just the way I think life goes at halfway through my life. I think that's just the way it goes. It's ups and downs. It's peaks and valleys. It's um, I know I'm not operating at my very best right now. And I just, I know that because I know from experience, I, <laughs> I'm out of routine on a couple of things. There's a couple of things that I'm working on. I'm a little removed from some stuff that I know was helping me get better. And I'm working through right now my, my path to get back into that routine to go back to where I want to go. But I kind of embrace this valley. I'm, em- I'm trying to embrace sucks. But I'm trying to embrace it because I'm learning stuff. I'm 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 recognizing things. I'm I'm seeing I'm I'm in the back of the dugout noticing things that normally I don't notice because I'm up in the fight. And so I I I think you just don't don't be hard on yourself, man. Just pick and choose your battles. Grab something that you know you need to work at. Work at it today. There's going to be something new tomorrow. Um, Don't be afraid to go to those dark recesses in your mind and start to figure out why you are the way that you are. And a lot of it, I, I'm not trying to sound like anything other than a, a dumb redneck from Kentucky, but man, there's a lot of childhood stuff in there, boys, we haven't dealt with. There's a lot of things that have happened to us and, and our upbringing and our family. And, you know, and, and I think that's the beauty of, of uh, again, don't be hard on yourself. Everybody's family screwed up. Don't think it's just yours. Everybody's got issues, man. Everybody's dealing with things. Everybody has something on their heart. And, and I think it, at, um, at a few moments of like 26, 27, 28, I can remember crying my eyes out because I couldn't understand why I wasn't living my best life. Well, it, I wasn't, that, it wasn't my time. I needed to go through that moment. And I actually, I'm very grateful. I went through some of that stuff to come out the other side and go, gosh, man, I needed that. I needed that perspective. I, I learned what not to do. And I learned how to not treat people. And I learned there's something better out there. And I learned, I don't have to be waiting for something to happen. I can go out and make things happen. You just, you, you go down that road, guys, just, just be cognizant that it is a journey. It's called a process for a reason. If, if, if you're trying to be the best version of you at 28 right now, 
that may, it may not be your time to be the best version of you. The best version of you might be at 32, but you don't know that. Right. Just keep fighting and working every day. Right. I, that's, that's some uh, profound wisdom. And I appreciate, uh, appreciate you sharing all of that because genuinely guys, everybody, uh, everybody that's listening in, I mean, gosh, this, this, this isn't molded overnight. And, and this information just from a personal standpoint that I'm finally starting to apply, I finally started to apply four or so years ago. It was all stuff that I had at your age, all, all information that, that I took in, but it went out one ear at that point or, or resonate a little bit. So just even know that some of this is just planting those different seeds to just be able to help you know that there's, there is more to you as an individual that is also a contributor to society. That is also a person that is serving their purpose towards, you know, what makes them feel like they, they tick in, and serve and and love that much more. So, uh, and anybody got any other questions for for Coach Sheets uh, that they want to ask? Feel free to ask away. I mean, it's just you guys right here, so so feel free to ask. And and if not, then I'll I'll be wrapping her on up for us. Coach Sheets, down below, Caroline. Hey, Just want to tell you, I've been through a lot of those peaks and valleys that you're talking about, and that's set. You know, when you get through those peaks and valleys like that, that really builds your character. You really find out what that inner character is. And uh, I got out of the game a few years ago and was fortunate enough to, to have the opportunity here at Carolina and learned a lot about my character. But I uh, appreciate you sharing uh, your thoughts and everything with these with, with Kirk and, and Kirk's program and these guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's my pleasure, man. Couldn't agree more. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, uh, let me uh, let me wrap her on up here, guys. And and ultimately, you know, quick, just I'm going to get a little bit better on some of my action based recommendations. But this is just a conversation starter. Today is day one, and we'll go over character again. There's not 500 different topics. I mean, ultimately, the pillars are the pillars that we're going to stand on, and we're going to reiterate and talk and grow with each other about them. And this whole platform will continue to evolve in the way that we disseminate the information that we're going to get. But but if I can tell you something that's just made the biggest change for me is just plan your day. And I say that as somebody who struggles planning their day, but I also am a person that's got undiagnosed ADHD or whatnot. And it's just I, as a former student athlete, know how much I needed somebody to help me structure my day. And athletics was something that helped me do that. It helped was the reason why I was able to pass my classes and do those different things, uh, because I had different time schedules to have to meet and get to. And, and many times, we just are not good with our free time. So we got to do a better job of, of getting a planner, plan the day the night before, set some goals for the week, and then have have a uh, something to you that it's your personal time that you're satisfied with it. But I'm a, of a personal belief and have came to find that if you're able to get some form of workout in moving your body, cardio, something 20 minutes, 20 minutes of personal development, audio, 10 pages of a good book. If you think about it as, as a characterization of you and building compound interest of a human being, if you were able to do three actions as simple as that every single day, how much would you grow truly? And, and, I, and I really, really believe that. And I've seen, seen it uh, ignite a lot of spark into my own life. So uh, just trying to give along something that, that's helped me out. But in final closing, guys, uh, it was only 55 days ago that this vision began. And, and, and in that time, there, there's been nothing nothing but the hand of God at work in, in my life personally. It, it, it's been said from, from me, from a personal standpoint, that I know I need this group more than this group needs me. And the beauty of this group is that, and getting the opportunity to push it forward, is how much each of you will continue to be that momentum to keep me pushing. The goal that I personally have of making a 1% difference in the athletic community is a worthwhile and life-changing external goal. But the intrinsic value of who I am blessed to become as a human being in that process is the reward that will never lose value. Even now, I, I feel the shift. I feel the knowledge and information that has been absorbed in my own journey, and I know that it's time to get out of my own way. Jim Rohn has a great saying, like I've told you guys, you know, don't be a follower, be a student. And he also has another great one that says, 
hear what I say, but don't watch too closely. Uh, I, I, I say that jokingly, but I say that just with humility, knowing that, guys, I'm going to have my own struggles and my own growth and my own challenges that I have to, to fight through. But as I said before, I'm going to get back up again and again and again because I know the other side is is just it's 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 no good. It's just no good. There's no personal enlightenment and joy and and ability to thrive in the darkness. And you have the opportunity as individuals to help others turn on their light, to be a, a strong light and to illuminate darkness as cliche as that can be. It's what we as, as people walking in servitude have an opportunity to do. And we have to start taking care of ourselves and we're not supposed to be taking care of ourselves in a selfish standpoint, but we're supposed to be taking care of an, ourselves in a, in a positive and uplifting standpoint so that we can help take care of others and guide them towards taking care of themselves as well. Because as Coach Sheets had mentioned before, you know, you can't take care of anybody else if you can't take care of yourself. And, uh, you know, I'll leave that with, at that for, for today. Uh, next week's topic will end up being discipline. Um, I'm going to send out some information and an email and a video on that same different stuff. But again, I'm, I'm very, very humbled that anybody decided to take their time today, regardless of whether or not I, you know, you may be a, a shiv on your side right now. And I'm the reason that you're in here because I'm holding you hostage in this room, but I appreciate you guys loving me and, and giving me an opportunity to work on trying to grow this thing one by one and, and really just try to, to spread the love that I feel like has been put on my heart and, and put out there into this world. So coach sheets, uh, uh, again, humbled that you would take the time out of your day to to help this little venture try to get some some legs. Right now they're giraffe legs and we're walking around a little bit wobbly, but we're going to get going and we're going to build some momentum. And ultimately, I truly believe that as as the group grows, it's not going to be because of some crazy discussion of growth. It's going to be what are the people inside the group doing that makes other people go, what is that group doing? Sure. So um, I, I appreciate it again. Appreciate all of you. I can't say that uh, say that enough. And uh, if nobody else has got anything else, we'll we'll sign off for the first time. And appreciate letting me go over fifteen minutes. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Appreciate everybody's time. Have yourself a good night. Thanks, guys. Thank Stay blessed. You. Thank you.